Hey guys, can you believe it? It's the second to the last episode. We are almost to the end of Shameless. Oh my goodness, we have a lot to talk about. Let's get right to it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz It is Shameless Sunday! Woo-hoo! Our favorite kind of Sunday. Yes! Guys, we're almost to the end. Can't believe it. It went it, by so quick. It always does that. Like, it's just like, boom, you know, done. rip right through the season. I know, it's nuts. Well, we do have a nice little addition to the end of our season. This is Jessica, everyone. Everyone meet Jessica. Welcome to our panel. Happy Woo-hoo! to be here. Thanks for joining us. We're excited to have you. Um, we will find out your social media and everything later on so that everyone can start following you and talking to you about the show. But we have a lot to talk about. So let's dive right in. Um, I'm going to start with Frank today, just because we <laughs> usually leave him till the end, but I, I'd like to jump into his storyline. Um, we get a nice look at Frank's insides Oof. today. Mm-hmm. And some great action, too. I mean, having the wrecking ball coming down uh, in the apartment building was a nice, like, added touch to the yeah. show, I thought. It was good. Mm-hmm. So Frank starts off this episode. He is still squatting in the um, old apartment building that Fiona was an owner mm-hmm. of. And as he's sleeping, they start to demolish the building. And he is, like, that close to really getting hit by mm-hmm. You know, a couple of those bulldozers. Yeah. That's why it was so surprising. It was like, Frank takes any opportunity he can to get free stuff, free medical care, (laughs) like, sue someone. So I was just like, wait, this makes no sense. He's definitely not fine, A. And B, even if you had, like, the smallest scratch, you know he'd be screaming. So what's going on here? Right. And we, yeah, it is interesting that he doesn't want to go to the hospital right away. We do find (laughs) out, though, that it's because he's used his Ingrid money to invest in some drugs. Yay! In, in true Frank fashion. Yeah. He had some mollies, some acid, you know, a bunch of good stuff. So he wasn't going to the hospital until he sold that to his, <laughs> to his buyers. Right when the buyers come in, he gets into the ambulance. So, you know, he's just taking care of business. Yeah. Taking this care is of like quintessential Frank Gallagher behavior, yes. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it from going to the hospital... 50, what they say? 52, 52 times. times. What a record, Frank. He's uh, He's got over $100,000 in unpaid <laughs> hospital bills, and they have to find a doctor for him that's willing to do it for free because obviously they know he can't pay. Uh, and they find a 21-year-old resident <laughs> <laughs> who was the youngest Yale graduate, youngest Yale mm-hmm. medical school graduate. Um, can this type of thing happen in real life? I think so. I feel I feel like like it where must. a resident can work on somebody without anyone supervising, or you know they're supervising late, and then just kind of discharging him before he's actually allowed. <laughs> well, the comment about where they said, "Oh, well, on drunk homeless guys, this is how young surgeons learn," and I. That never occurred to me, but that's probably really a thing in those <laughs> teaching hospitals, you know? It's possible. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know the, like, ins and outs of inpatient, mm-hmm. outpatient services, it's, it's all that of, kind of stuff. It's re- when it comes to healthcare, I mean, it's a it's a really messed up system. Yeah, uh, sure. Frank, I know, understandably, has a lot of money that he owes uh, this hospital, so that's a different case. It's also shameless. But, no, this is a thing that people do, unfortunately. We do in this country. You... Um, it's it's very sad. You can look up on YouTube. There's a bunch of videos of video surveillance of old people who are literally wearing the garments because they were 
dispatched, and they have nowhere to go, no mental health care, no no one's taking care of them. And these hospitals don't, if no one's paying, they don't really know how to handle it, and there's no real protocol, so they literally dump people in their gowns in the middle of the street. That Hmm. is nuts. Okay, so Frank, at the end of this episode, gets exactly that. He gets dumped in the middle of the street in a wheelchair (laughs) in his hospital gown. What did you think about that and that whole ending to his storyline today? He seemed happy, though. He seemed all drugged (laughs) up, and he was like, he got what he wanted. Well, he got 20 more morphine. Yeah, that's all he wanted was some drugs. (laughs) At least they took him back home, right? Like, he was on his, you know. (laughs) That's true. I didn't expect the ambulance to, like, actually give him a ride back. They're like, we're going to discharge you, but we'll at least take you back home. I like that they, like, didn't take him home, though. They just dropped him off, not even, like, on his street, but, like, in his street. And they were like, close enough. Yeah, he'll be fine. They did leave him with the wheelchair that I thought was yeah. surprising. Those things are expensive. Yeah, true. That was literally, I wrote that down. That's an expensive, expensive thing to give somebody who never pays for anything. Um, well, you know, that's Frank. All right. Well, <laughs> so let's move on to um, Kevin V this week. So we see them right in the beginning. They're finally about to have sex after Kev has had his vasectomy. It's been two weeks, and he waited the exact <laughs> two weeks, like down to the second that we mm-hmm. watched the clock with them, and then right when it hits two weeks, he goes after it. And I mean, like, really goes after it. He's <laughs> like, okay, calm down, be gentle. Um, and he lasts a record. Eight seconds! Yay! Kev, which obviously we've seen a lot of their like sex scenes and intimacy yeah. in the past, and we know that that is not Kev. That's not the norm. Mm-mm, that is not. not the norm. So what do we think about all of this and uh, kind of how he's still reacting to having to have a vasectomy? I like it. I think it's, it's you know, I always love Kevin V, so I like to see um, anything with them. But I, I, I like that this is probably like something realistically, like a realistic struggle he's going to have to go through, and then he can't just like be perfect right after what he's just had done so right um, I guess I, I never really knew much about vasectomies mm-hmm. I kind of always thought it was just like a super simple procedure and then you were good after it didn't really think about like mm-hmm. what could happen after and yeah there are some not so fun side effects that you have to work through it's like physical therapy for your penis yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that uh, he was more surprised than she was yeah because I, I mean more upset she was kind of like oh okay and she was surprised and he was just like taking it like so hard I mean that's his manhood that's yeah. all he's got Kevin's a man yeah yeah and, and also <laughs> I when I was watching this I was like wow because sometimes you know partners aren't always you know depending on the relationship are always, they're like you know it's like oh it's been two weeks and he's just being super selfish right now right. I'm like wow but people that are married really do that and actually it's not how that went so <laughs> that's just my brain that's funny yeah I mean they're they're just funny even um, V's little jabs at the alibi with you know the guys at the bar yeah. and just that whole banter is really funny really giving it to Kev we were so excited guys this week because in the uh, beginning when they're like, this is what you missed. All of a sudden, finally, Amy and Gemma were brought up and yeah. we literally all were like, oh my god, finally, we're going to yep. get to find out what happens with these girls. So, I mean, I think we all knew right in the beginning what was happening right when they brought that sequence up. Um, the girls, there's a fire alarm at school. <laughs> they're just, you know, going through their fire drills and we knew that both of them were going to be seen by the nuns. 
So the nuns find out that they've been going to school for months. I mean, were we surprised it lasted this long? Like, yes. Come on. Yes and no. Because, like, I feel like in that preschool environment, it's just chaos at all times. So they're probably mm-hmm. just like, Ooh, whatever. It's, yeah. It's fine. As long as everybody's breathing. Right. <laughs> for sure. I love the little girl, though. I was like, I gotta go back in my cubby. So they, like, hide in a cubby during yeah. school when one of them's in class and they switch on and off. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, those poor girls. Well, so their punishment, um, the nuns sit them down and tell them that they can either pay the $1,400 in back pay plus interest or they're looking for a Jesus for their school fundraiser. Um and Kev has to carry this massive cross dressed up as Jesus for 150 yards. And uh, it was made by one of the school dads, I think. And it's like 300 pounds. So heavy. That thing's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And also one thing is that unless I missed this, they, that's what he decides to do. But what's with the girls? Can the girls stay once this debt, like they pay off the debt? Like, they didn't say. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, you didn't miss it. They didn't tell us. So... I- I don't know. I have a feeling no. I think this is just how they're going to pay their debt, and then they'll probably not be able to go to school there. Or either or have to start figuring out how to pay for both of them. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's if we even... We only have one episode left. That's if we even find any of that out. I don't know. We've got a lot to tie up here towards the end. So, yeah, anyway, Kev makes the choice to be Jesus. Um, he's practicing carrying his cross down the street at the end of this episode. <laughs> While smoking a cigarette. Yeah. That was hilarious. I mean, that wig and everything, he's going to have to wear this, like, sarong. Yeah. I still thing. thought he looked kind of good, though. Is that weird? <laughs> no, Kev no, always looks good. Yeah. Yeah. good. Any yeah. chance for us to be able to see him with, like, shirt off? I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. I was totally fine with it. <laughs> I thought it was surprising, though. It was, it was funny about those little short, short, short shorts, but... I don't know, the nuns? Like, really? It doesn't seem very Catholic of them. <laughs> well, well, I think they all have, like, a secret crush on him. They're yeah. like, well, or Kev could be Jesus. Like, I feel like it was, like, a little, <laughs> That's like, true. That, nuns gone wild moment. And they're like, Jesus didn't have clothes. They're just yeah. trying to be, you know, very accurate. accurate. Yeah. yeah. I'm about it. I'm not complaining over it. <laughs> as, as accurate as they can be, as V brought up, you know, like, oh, that was a funny banter, yeah. too. Well, Jesus is black, and he had nappy hair like the rest of us. And then Tommy was like... You know, he was Christian because he's Christ. I mean, he's Christian. Christian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, those guys are funny. I love the bar scenes. Um, okay, so we'll see what happens with the girls next week. Let's move on to Carl and Debbie. They've got a bunch of sibling rivalry stuff going on today. Um, oh, poor Carl. Let's talk about him first. So... Carl's still really sad about Kelly breaking up with him, and it doesn't make it any easier that Kelly's, like, back the next day hanging out with his sister, Um, which I personally think is, like, just so wrong to begin with. Like, it's just so weird. Why would you want to hang out at the house? Yeah. It's just weird, right? Yeah. It just shows how she's just not, she's not good for him, although I know we've praised her in the past. I know. That's just not considerate at all. Just to be kind mm-hmm. of just flaunting around yeah. in his own home, in his own space, acting all weird. It's just very selfish behavior. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and I think we forget, too, how young they are sometimes, too, because they've been through so yeah. much over the years. And so you just... And the way that they carry themselves most of the time is just too mature for, like, their actual age. So I think we forget, too, that they're just 
young and immature. Mm-hmm. They're really young, and I was wondering this. You know how there's like this small snippet about the friar? Yes. Yes. Um, I think he was just a teenager, and he was just having a really bad skin day, and they put that in the scene. So I was wondering about that. I mean, in real life. Yeah. 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 That wouldn't surprise me. We'd have to, like... Go through his Instagram and stalk yeah. him and see if his skin just got bad. But it, it could be for sure. I was sure. looking straight mm-hmm. at it. I'm like, those are those are not like burn marks. Those, those are, are actual pimples. pimples. Yeah. Oh, he's got some like bad yes. cystic acne. Poor yeah. guy. <laughs> those those days are tough. We're with you there, buddy. <laughs> we get it. Um, so yeah, and then we find him on the front porch, and he um, is on his way to work, and he finds out he doesn't get into yeah. West Point. Yeah, my heart just went out for it to him this episode. The, mm. that, you know, and he, that was something he tried so hard at too. Like, and I wanted really, so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I think, yeah, frustrating. You know, trying, trying to get out and trying to make your life better, and then so just, tough. yeah. I feel like that's been this whole season, kind of all of yeah. them. Like they're all just trying so hard to break out, and it's just, just not, not going there, their then. way. Yeah. yeah, and you know what's tough too is because we saw so many of the things he had to do to try to get into West Point, even though it was already a long shot. So he was trying to use all of the like, you know, does your family do this? Like, are you, you know, maybe from a bad upbringing to where this would help you out? Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. And he didn't even make it past the first round. So yeah, and it was really really saddening because I know they were playing upbeat music during the whole scene of the people picking up the drugs, and he's mm-hmm. reading this. But it was just you know, kind of showing like, wow, these people try so hard, and it's very very hard, you know, to not. Be poor, honestly, and you're yeah. stuck in this systematic oppression, and it is what it is, and it's just yeah. really, really saddening. I think yeah. what the worst part for me, too, is that he looks right at Kelly right after he reads the letter, and that probably was the only person he wanted to talk to about it, because yeah. who knows if she could have helped or could have made any changes or, um, you know, her dad could have helped in any way, but, like, he's just not going to say anything. Yeah. Or just to have her there to talk to him about it. Well, right. So she understands all the stuff that he's right. going through. Yeah, or even, you know, the chances of him trying again next year or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think he's going to figure it out. Like, I don't know if he's going to do West Point, but he's going to do something, like, of the military uh-huh. realm. Well, he's clearly, I mean, brave. So, as he's working, oh. some guy comes in and holds him up at the counter because he has to watch the counter because his creepy... <laughs> sexual harassment manager is uh, out for the day, and the guy comes up with a thirty-two. Which, guys, I have no idea what any of that stuff means. Every time I talk about guns, I'm like, I don't know what that means. And it's pink, pink and black. And he's like, Are you kidding me with that pink gun? Yeah, go ahead and shoot me. Thinking that guy wasn't going to actually do anything, and the guy shot next to his head. And then he was like, Oh no, like you're screwed, and beat the shit out of him. What I thought that was that? amazing. Because yeah. as soon as that gunshot went on, I was like, oh, shoot. And I thought he'd, you know, give the money. He'd act like <laughs> yeah. kind of any other individual would act. And, of course, he didn't. And that was my favorite part. It's the frying pan. Yes. <laughs> I loved it, too. Yeah, I thought for a second he might kill that guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, man, I we all know that he's, like, good in the military and he's good in those situations. So I just want to see him do well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Debbie's not making that very easy for him, though, because she's hanging out with <laughs> Kelly they're going to buy all of her stuff for military school. Um, and she's not thinking about Carl at all in this situation. And I don't know why. I'm just kind of surprised by this from her. Really? You know, why? I, I, I mean, I shouldn't be. Like, okay, I shouldn't be. Okay, it's funny you but... say that. We have some, and I'll pull this one up again. I didn't um, I didn't pull it, but we have some awesome tweets later about this episode. So stay with us because we're going to read some of your tweets. But people brought up every single thing that she's done in the past Everybody that didn't shock them. 
about this situation. That's the thing is that if I, someone messes with your family, she'll go out. She'll, she'll protect yeah. Carl. And I think that's what we're seeing later on in the episode or the episodes to come. Mm-hmm. But well, she messes with her own. She's very selfish in the way that she that's acts. Mm-hmm. The fact that she forgets about Franny every episode. You know, right. Where fr- is Franny? Yeah. Ever. She's just like, in the pack and play always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just jumping. She, that was actually super cute when she was jumping with Debbie yeah. and Kelly. Yeah. But why were you shocked? Could that, that's surprise. my point. That's my point. Is I feel like this whole season she's been kind of on this high horse oh, and high yeah. and mighty about how taking care of the family and taking over Fiona's thing and telling everybody else what they need to do and how they're acting incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is exactly what she's doing, and she's doing the most selfish thing to her own brother. Right, being and, a bit of a yeah, hypocrite. It, yes. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I see that. Um, she kisses Kelly while Kelly is sleeping. Even though Kelly kisses her back, but you can tell, obviously, when she wakes up and realizes that it's Debbie, that she was, like, still in a sleep mm-hmm. and had no idea who it was and probably was subconsciously thinking it was Carl. Um, and then freaks out and tells Debbie that she's not gay. I thought, I, I will say, though, I thought that Kelly handled that situation in, like, the nicest way that she could have because... Even after she saw that it was Debbie, she was trying to be nice by saying, if I was, though, you'd be my type and we can still be friends. And, you know, I think there could have been a lot of worse ways for her to react. So I did think that that was the most sensitive way she could have went about it. Do you think she actually, like, didn't know she was leading her on, though? She was like, I had no idea, like, I was leading you on. I'm like, she knew. Yeah. I don't know if she fully put it together. I don't think she really was like, oh, this girl wants to date me. I think she just really liked the attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She didn't really, you know, I don't know, put it all together like that. Right. And maybe, I don't know, maybe she assumed that somebody's sibling wouldn't ever, like, do that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even the, in the realm of possibility. But I think she'll know for next time. What not to do. <laughs> Although she should have got a hint when they were fighting over her at the softball, you know, the time before. Uh, so yes. things no, like that yeah. should have made her a little more aware that this was possibly moving beyond just, like, a friend, friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. Well, thank goodness um, the Gallaghers always always end up, you know, rooting for each other, helping each other. And... Um, they Carl and Debbie get over it at the end and, you know, have a really deep talk and just apologize to each other and it was a good moment at the end mm-hmm. for me did you like how that storyline wrapped up mm-hmm. yeah yeah i good. did i like to see those two together and yeah mending mending the rift a little bit yeah for sure let's talk about liam because <laughs> i would love to just know your reactions to how he's handling all of this so obviously liam is just at his friend's house like there's nothing bad happening to him he's actually doing fantastic mm-hmm. he's getting fresh baked goods you know, hot biscuits, and he's playing video games with his friend. Um, but he will not answer his phone because they didn't realize that he was gone for two days, guys. <laughs> That's totally like the youngest child of the family, though. You know what I mean? By the time it gets to the last kid, it's just like, oh, he's having fun. Well, yeah, he'll and the reaction back. is like, oh, he'll come. Yeah, he'll come back. He'll be okay. Yeah. But he's like, how old at this point, Liam? Do we even know exactly how old he is? He can't he's be young. He's like yeah. 10, right? Yeah, he's in maybe, maybe. middle school. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, yeah, so what, do we think that he should answer his phone? Do you like that he's not answering his phone? Do you think he should go home? Like, what are we thinking about all of this? I like that he wasn't answering his phone for a while because I think it's funny. And yeah. I, I think, yeah, if it took him two days to figure out who was missing, that, yeah, maybe give, him a, give him a little bit of a... Yeah, yeah, I think... 
Although now, like when now even, you know, Lip is called, like asking, I think it's time for him to fess up and say that he's okay so that things can right. stop, you know, worrying about him. Right. But I think that you definitely should hang out there. Mrs. Thompson's amazing. And, Heck you yeah. Know? Yeah. Those biscuits <laughs> I, look good. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't just, like, find my friend him, you know? Because they don't not have the type of fa- it's not the type of family they are. They're not like the parents who are doing that. You know, what I mean, they're all dealing with their own stuff. And I think this was kind of a way to remind us of that. Is true. Even though last episode or last few episodes, Liam, uh, sorry, Lip was telling Fiona, "I don't want you around because of Liam, the way you're acting." Which I agree, but it's not all on her. It's not. Liam hasn't been gone for two days, and no one noticed just because of Fiona. There's other people in that house, mm-hmm. and it's just a, right. just to show how there's no one really in charge. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, no, not at all. They're all running around like crazy just doing their own thing yeah mm-hmm. I think Liam should just text them and just say he's staying yeah <laughs> hey I'm guys good. I'm good yeah. but I'm gonna stay and eat the biscuits yeah yeah totally um okay cool speaking of lip I definitely want to talk about this whole Tammy situation because this is a real this is a tough one for me the way that she's reacting yep. so um we meet Tammy's dad Today, like right off the top, he shows up at uh, their house and asks for Lip and immediately says that Tammy is having this baby. It's not even an option, um, you know, and is giving us the his religious viewpoints, which we find out later on that that's like what he's going to do. He's a Catholic dad and that's like the only choice. Um But we still don't actually know what Tammy's doing. And Lip finds out that she's going to the doctor we still don't know what kind of doctor. Like, she's never telling him mm-hmm. anything. She's just kind of giving him attitude and stringing him on a little bit. Um, just what do you think about how she's acting and... and I hate the way she's acting, and I was so happy when he told her to F off because I thought she deserved that. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess we find out there's more fear. I mean, she's definitely coming from a place of fear. You yes. know, we found out there's more going on besides just the, the, just the baby. Um, but I just don't, to me, again, this is kind of a a turn because we saw their relationship growing and I felt going in a positive direction and, you know, when she was helping, it just seemed like it was a different kind of relationship and now I feel like it's gone back to this, like, yeah, like... Playing games type of thing. Yeah, where I don't want them to have a child together and I don't want that, you know, because I just don't feel like it's not, and her pushing him away through all this is... Um, I don't, you know, I don't feel the right way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. If there's a child around, I don't want her talking to him the way that she does. Yeah. I think that's a respectable thing. So she is going through a lot, granted, as JJ mentioned. So I'm hoping that this will kind of work itself out no matter what her decision is. Yeah. I really want them to communicate better because Mm -hmm. Lip's really trying and I don't think she's fully seeing that. She's just irritated. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Was that a picture of Margarita that she was yes, drinking? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I assumed with the salt around the rim and they were at a Mexican yeah. restaurant and she said she needed a drink, which I think we all assumed meant that she had an abortion at that doctor's yeah. office. Yeah. Um, but then when she starts talking, she says that she was getting tested for the BRCA gene, which is the gene that uh, your chances of getting breast cancer are very high. So a lot of women will take steps to get tested and have you know, mastectomy or whatever the case to prevent that from happening. Um, so she is still pregnant, and now she's chugging a pitcher of margarita. Chugging. And Lip does not say to her to stop, which I think was smart on his end. Like, I, I think, not smart, like, I wish he would have been like, can you just please, for the baby's sake, like, not drink that pitcher of margarita? But I understand that she just, like, maybe needed a moment. 
I don't know. That was tough for me, too, because mm-hmm. that's just such a, like... That's been their whole argument is her being like, don't tell me what to do with my body. So, like, but I think the last thing you could say would be like, hey, about that margarita, like, don't, don't, you know, like, right. he can't. Yeah. He, he's just, he's like, I'm not even going to go there. Right. Yeah, I don't know. This one is really tough because mm-hmm. this is, like, such a real-life thing. I mean, Shameless always imitates, like, super deep real-life situations, and... I have no idea how I would react or, you know, a boyfriend or whatever, but I think she could do a lot worse than Lip. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. For sure. And again, I understand she's going through so much right now, yeah. but I don't know. Even the fact that she f- asked him if he wanted a drink, that she completely forgot this essential thing about mm-hmm. him. I kind of was like, wow, okay, really? You want to you have a baby? She's super angry that he got her pregnant. And it's not his yeah. fault. It's both of their faults. Takes two to tangle. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what frustrates me a lot about all this. She's just an she's angry just, character. Yeah, and it's like <sighs> pushing him away. It's like no, he is part of it. I get it that it's your body, and yeah. your, but you it was a, t- a two person thing right. that, that happened. And yeah, you need to be able to talk through it. And yeah, really, yeah. And it does make sense now. All of her comments about not living to forty and how she was going to die young, and it's because she had never gotten this test before, yeah. and so she just assumed she was never going. To, but she's trying. This is the test results are going to make her decide whether she has a baby or not. Because, like she said, with the there's a couple different types of this BRCA mm-hmm. gene. One, um, if you have a baby, decreases your chances of getting cancer, and one, if you have a baby, increases them. So I think that's going to be how this decision is made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we only got one episode left to decide. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. All right, so Fiona, our girl Fiona, speaking of last episode. Oh, is anyone getting sad? Yeah, I love Fiona. I know. It's, yeah, it's such a weird feeling to know next week is her last episode. Ever. Yeah. I mean, we do know that they're leaving it open in case she can make a couple appearances here and there, maybe, but um, for the most part, we won't see her anymore. But so Fiona's back home. She's, um, She's waking up not drinking, which is great. She's mm-hmm. making coffee. You can tell that she's still struggling for sure in the morning. Like she looks like she has like a continual hangover <laughs> right now. Um, but her and Lip are are talking and getting her to meetings. And um, even though she doesn't make the meeting with Lip in the morning because she took Frank to the hospital, she does make it a point to go later on in the day by mm-hmm. herself. So. Fiona in this episode is really trying to get her act together, which is great. I think we all can agree that that's a good yes. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, the biggest thing with her, is she goes to see her uh, public defender because she's got this assault case, mm-hmm. you know, still open because she punched that girl in the face. And we find out <laughs> she like really did her in. She like broke her cheekbone. She's messed up. Yeah. Messed up. That eye was so swollen, so red. I mean, I know it was a punch, but like, that was, damn, that was strong. (laughs) They know how to fight. Those characters, they know how to fight. Um, So the public defender is telling her that she needs to get a job of any kind. Well, actually, you know, let me start here. It seemed like she was going to have absolutely no shot in hell of having any type of court case. And then I thought, oh, God, they're going to throw her in prison, too, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Until she mentioned that this all started because of a a racist comment and because her brother was black. And so now they think that they might have a case that they can, you know, get this down to a misdemeanor, Um, which would be great great, Mm because she already has a felony. Um, But she did tell her that she needs to go get a job of any kind. So Fiona 
she Gas does that. Station. She gets a yeah a job mm-hmm. of any kind. She has nights <laughs> at the Valero. <laughs> Sounds like a club. Yes, but not a fun club. Um, she's like behind that, you know, bulletproof mm-hmm. plastic or whatever the heck that stuff is, plexiglass. And um, guess who comes around, everybody? Who happens to show up at this gas station this late at night? Yeah. Her first night. To buy $50 yeah. worth of, lot, well, on on number six, he's playing some type of lottery game, spending 50 bucks. No, is no, that no. It is? On the gas station. Pump oh, station. Oh, my God, yeah. yes. <laughs> that was a dumb moment of mine. That makes so much more sense, because I was like, what the heck? I don't know why. Okay, maybe I'm a gambling addict. Why did my mind immediately go to the lottery? That's because I played the Powerball yesterday, and I lost. Um, so, yeah, he... He like brings up the fact that she still has this investment mm-hmm. in this property, and the the whole thing is still going through. The nursing home is still going to buy the property. Did you guys forget that this was even a thing? Because yeah, I did. Why didn't nobody update her? Like, why was she not in this like email CC with all these other investors? Like, she was totally in. Like, she was just as shocked as we were. I feel yeah, like. she was yeah. totally out of the loop. Yeah, I guess I just assumed like it all fell through since we hadn't heard about yeah. it. You know. They did, they did a really good job with that. I think yeah. they, you know, a lot of people remember those meetings. This is not their only investment. They actually have a lot going on, and this right. seemed like a smaller investment that will, in the long run, you know, generate a lot of more money. But it's going to take years. So I think that's kind of was on the back burner for a lot of these people, and that's right. probably why mm-hmm. they're not communicating as much. I there's a really great tweet that we pulled today about this exact thing, um, which I'm excited to talk about. Uh, do we have any uh, other? Well, actually. Huge things to say about Fiona, the manager that's now managing Patsy's, is at these AA meetings Mm -hmm. with her. So let's talk a little bit about that, and then we can get into our tweets. Um, She is there, and you can tell she's really proud of Fiona for being there. Were you shocked that she was at AA, though? Yes, I was. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, that's a little tidbit we didn't know about yeah. her. Nope. I think no, they mentioned that, that she she was like, I wanted, there was something along the lines where it was it was subtle, but I remember being like, oh, I wonder if she's at all, she has issues, too. Because she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I think Fiona was like, I want to drink. She's like, yeah, we all do, or we all could use, like, something along those lines. So I wasn't Okay. I wasn't so they didn't shocked. say for sure, but there were some, like, little red flags <laughs> Yeah, because she always was pushing her to go do that, and I think that although people, I think people who don't really know much about that, they'd just be like, stop drinking, get clean, versus her being, get go to a meeting. Right. Mm. She had suggested Taking that. Taking a, yeah, a different way of telling her to get clean. I love yeah, this friendship. True. I think it's, I really like it. Mm-hmm. I love that, this, that actress as well. So. I can mm-hmm. see that being a sponsor, sponsee, maybe relationship. Because mm-hmm. um, Lip can't do it. Can't mm-hmm. can't have your family as your sponsor. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, can we pull up some tweets and talk about those? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to hit us with that real quick? I'll hit you with that. Guys, we got something to hit you with real quick. <laughs> Listen up, guys, because <laughs> before we move on to our next topic, we just want to say thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we could really use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. <laughs> if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating, <laughs> just as JJ's doing. <laughs> but no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate your, you supporting us and doing what we love. Yeah. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. 
Thanks. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's actually going to be super important because next week is our last week of Shameless and you're going to need a new show to watch. And we probably cover it. So definitely hit subscribe uh, if you're watching on YouTube. Okay, so let's pull up some tweets here because there were some good ones. Can we actually go to the other one? Because um, we were just... Yes, perfect. So this one is from Tracy. Um, I was wondering why Fiona was complaining about being broke, knowing she still had 100 k invested in that building. So she fell apart for no reason. Do we agree with this tweet? Do we think she fell apart for no reason? No. So you're shaking her head no. Why? Like, she had so much reason to fall apart. I mean, she's a human, and <laughs> she got cheated on in the worst way. She was physically hurt. Her car, like, you know, there was a lot. It was a lot more than just the money, but I think, obviously, money on top of all of that just makes everything worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think this was an investment, but she she wasn't really, I mean, the money was a big part of it, but I think it was more so moving up, and the building meant mm-hmm. so much to her because mm-hmm. it was a physical representation of she owns yeah. something versus, right. you know, an investment that's going to come in later. Um, so, yeah, I think that that was a reason why. And, I, and it, should, it was just the camel that broke the, was it? The straw that broke the camel's back. That, That's not a saying they use in Paris. No. Um, the thing is that she, think of like all the times she's had her heart broken. Yeah. I think yeah. this this hardship was just really, really tough on her. Not necessarily because she loved him so much, more so because it's like, damn, are it's all happening trash? again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get that. I do think maybe there could have been like a step in between. Like maybe she reached out to Max to see if she could get her money back first before she lost her (laughs) stuff. Maybe, but yes, the way that they wrote this though and how everything's going to come around for her. um, And I like it too because especially after the the conversation with her and Lip and he was saying, no, it's not hard. You just get up. And that that just kind of was like a sign from the universe. She literally just got up. She was in a box. It felt like a little jail. Mm -hmm. She really wasn't happy with this job, but she was really trying and that's when things happened. Yeah, I will say, did anyone for a split second, like me, say want to say to Max, no, you're not buying me out again this time because yes. I'm going to make more money mm-hmm. and why can't she just kind of wait yes. it out and hold out like and live like she has for however many years mm-hmm. until she makes a shit ton of money. I definitely had that thought because I definitely thought, no, because maybe he's like, again, lying again. She's going to sell, give that money right away and then like in a month it could have been worth Double, five times that. Whatever, yeah. yeah, I agree and I thought she should have just, yeah, I wouldn't have done it yet either. But yeah, it looks like from the preview that she does, they showed the $100,000 check. Yes, I know. Okay, this other tweet. This is from BNATO7. Shameless will never be the same once Fiona is gone. She deserves a great send-off, though. Yes, she does. She does. I want to take this tweet into our predictions, though, because I want to predict Fiona's send-off. If you don't mind. And And we have to keep the energy up here, even though we all just like, (laughs) she's gone. I don't want to predict our final episode with Emmy Well, we have to because this is the biggest thing. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make us, Haley. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. I can't, but you know, the listeners will be real upset. Well, because you guys are predicting it at home too. You know, we've seen you guys talking about it, and we just want to know. And to add news and gossip onto our predictions, yes. uh, she did actually speak a little bit about it in Entertainment Weekly this week. You guys can check out an article with her where she says we will get a very poignant moment with her and Frank. Mm. That she said is kind of reminiscent to like one of their first scenes or something. But she says it's a it's like a, a big moment. So we should get oh something boy. on predictions. I think it should. We you know how he told Lip that uh, he couldn't have done it without her. I wonder if we're gonna have that face to face moment. That's my prediction. Yeah, maybe he finally tells her. 
Oh, gosh. Thanks for That'll raising my kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I think she's, like, gone forever. Like, I think she's going to go somewhere far, alone, like, maybe... It sure seems like another like town. It. Yeah. Like, another... She's not going to be in Chicago. That's my prediction. She's out of Chicago. I want her to go somewhere sunny. Yeah. Yeah, warm. maybe, like, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she's got a good chunk of money to, you know, start a new life for sure. And it does make it seem like that in the previews for next week if you watch. That, you know, somebody told her to get out of this dump and start over. Yeah. Um, You can buy property with that kind of money. Like, not uh, here, but like. Of course. For yeah. sure. Maybe she's buying a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a faraway land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. What makes me really sad, though, is that just thinking about all of her goodbyes, like even with Kevin V, yeah. you know, like her having to say goodbye to V, she's just totally moving. Yeah. It's just like, oh, God, that's going to be so sad. And Ian, like how is she going to say goodbye to Ian? Is she going to have to like hand against the glasses? Like that's even sadder. Yeah. Well, that's what's fun, though, is that we get to see Ian next week. We get a little I'm cameo. I'm so excited. Yay. I'm so excited. For one episode at least, so that makes me happy. If there's one silver lining to next week's episode, yeah. that's probably Yeah, it. same. I really hope we'll get like, a little update of how his uh, jail romance has been going on. <laughs> I know. Oh my, oh, my goodness. Yes. If they both show up, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I'm just going to lose it. And then Jimmy Steve. Yes. Kidding, we you. still have to throw that in there. Somebody <laughs> did. Somebody threw out a tweet uh, that I saw earlier that was good. They, they were hoping that uh, Jimmy Steve was the one that showed up at the gas station. I was like, Maybe Amen. they're just going to like ride Amen. off into the sunset together. Maybe yeah. that's how he's gone, unfortunately. I know, I I know he's, he's not good for her, but I just love to joke about it. I'd love to see him again. For sure. So do we have anything else to say before we head off into the distance and then come back for our final episode. I'm not happy, Haley. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I am not happy. Well, listen, but I understand. It's so hard, so hard to believe. I like, think I'm still kind of in denial about it. Yeah, I yeah, I get it. Well, we can deny it for one more week, yeah, ladies, and then that's it. Uh, JJ, where can everyone find you on social you media? You can find me at jj.jurgens on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, I was gonna say Twitter, but I haven't checked it really bit. I'll get back on Twitter. Just JJ Jurgens on Twitter. All her shows, oh, Tom Girl, yes. on YouTube and iTunes. Go yes. subscribe She's to your that. best hype woman. She you did. get your own show. It's such a good show. You learn so much. Thank Female you, empowerment. It's a. Uh, Beautiful ladies, if you're into that type of thing. I don't know. It's a great, good time, so check that out. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Bonjour Juliet. Awesome. Where can they find you, Jessica? You can find me on Instagram at, at Jessica O'Connor underscore. And yeah, I'm not up on my tweet game either, but stay tuned. <laughs> cool. Instagram. You can find me everywhere at Haley Clover. Guys, next week is the week. Feel free to make your Ooh. predictions below. Make sure you're subscribing and liking our show. And we'll see you for the finale. Aww. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.